The Holy Gospel according to John. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. This is the testimony given by John when the Judeans sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? John confessed and did not deny it, but confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Let us have an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now, they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Why then are you baptizing if you were neither the Messiah, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. Among you stands one whom you do not know, the one who is coming after me, the thong of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. This took place in Bethany across the Jordan from where John was baptizing. The Gospel of the Lord. You can be seated. Waiting. is the human condition. We spend our entire lives waiting. We wait in the womb to be born. We wait as children to grow up and be teenagers with all the freedoms that come with that. We wait as teenagers to be adults so that we can have careers and families. We wait as middle-aged adults for retirement and even more freedom. We wait as the elderly for the final destination death and what lies beyond. Did you hear that common thread through all those scenarios? Life is a series of transitions and waiting for what comes next. Because waiting is the human condition. When we get to this season of the year, we often hear that the whole world was waiting for a savior. The good news of God's love manifest and made known in the birth of Jesus. But that's not exactly true because there was also lots of suspicion. In today's text from the Gospel of John, when the first signs of the baptizer appear, it's met with suspicion. That's what this story is all about. People from Judea, which more accurately is Jerusalem, the seat of power, the priests, the Levites, they came out of suspicion of what the baptizer was doing. There was a commotion. People were flocking, hurting to hear the baptizer preaching and calling attention to a way, a different way of life that was bigger than a self-centered, self-indulgent existence. 
And the marker of this different way of life that turned one from being inwardly focused to being outwardly focused was baptism. Now, using water in rituals was nothing new for the Jewish people. They had several water rituals that they would use for the sake of purification and cleansing rites that were connected to the worship in the temple. But the function of the baptizer's ritual was different. It was symbolic of something else, a changed mind, a renewed heart, an about face turn from the ways of the world to the new order God was creating from the very beginning. So this commotion of this baptizer sets off an alarm in Jerusalem because to them, the preaching of a new way and a new kind of baptism sounded like someone was claiming to be a Messiah, which is why the priests are sent out of suspicion to investigate the claims. And their question is essentially, who are you? From where do you claim to have this authority to preach and to baptize? Are you a Messiah? Are you Elijah? Are you the prophet? And each one of those labels was meant to pin the baptizer down into clarifying what his mission was. People claiming to be the Messiah was not rare in Jesus' day. In fact, for the hundred or so years on either side of Jesus' birth, there were many, many people who came along claiming they were the Messiah. That word Messiah can also be translated as anointed one. And many came along asserting that they were the next in line for David's throne or were going to be the one to save the people from the hardship and the oppression of foreign occupation. Some of these Messiah figures had large followings. Some didn't. Some claimed mythical powers that proved their anointing by God. Some were labeled as charlatans and rebels. Elijah was another source of possible influence. Elijah was one of the greatest prophets in the history of Israel, the one who didn't experience death, but, ex but was ascended to God in a fiery chariot, leading to the speculation that Elijah was still alive and could return at any moment to signal the beginning of a new age. Or perhaps the baptizer thinks he is the new prophet, one like Moses who comes to set the people free from their captivity. These are all labels that the Jerusalem authorities suspect the baptizer is trying to wear for himself. But to their surprise, he denies all of those connections. No, I am not the Messiah. No, I am not Elijah. No, I am not the prophet. And instead, the baptizer claims another role entirely. Another source of his influence. The baptizer quotes Isaiah. I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. The source of inspiration was not what they expected. 
the direction it was coming from was not originating in Jerusalem. It was coming from out in the country. And he proclaimed the preparation for God's way of justice, fairness, equity, balance, and the restoration of all things. Just like the first reading that we heard from Isaiah with favor, comfort, the building up of ancient ruins. Now, to the baptizer's credit, he models for us what humility looks like. He knows his place, not as the star of the show, merely as a supporting actor. The one who will follow me? I'm not worthy enough to untie his shoes. He deflects the attention. He redirects it to the one who is worthy to receive it. And that is an attitude and a posture worth modeling in our own hearts. None of us are saviors. We are called to point people in the direction of the one and only Savior. There is light and life in the world, and we are to direct all attention to the one from whom it originates. Our attention is on Jesus. The baptizer said, among you, among you stands one whom you do not recognize, whom you do not know. And let that be a reminder that Jesus is already here, present in our gatherings that are centered in word and sacrament. Do you perceive Jesus among us? Where two or three are gathered, Jesus said, I am there. So, while we may constantly be in a state of waiting throughout your life, and on this day waiting for the arrival of Jesus coming soon, we're also experiencing the mystery of Jesus already here among us. God is always arriving. In the past history of Israel, in the incarnation of Jesus, in the present today through words and sacraments, each Sunday we gather, and in the future, in the end of all things. And we get to join with the baptizer in preparing the way of the Lord. Amen.